Digital Jaguars Digital Jaguars Drive Time Brian Sextepston John O'Shea Ashlyn Sullivan Jaguars Drive Time starts right now it's game day and we start this game day morning with some Jags drive time presented by Fields Auto Group. The second preseason game tonight against the Philadelphia Eagles. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock and that game is presented by Pet Paradise. Now Doug Marone has said a lot of starters won't be playing again Yes, he's week. confirmed that for us. He has confirmed that for us, but still a fun night. First game back in the bank for this year and that has something to it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bummer. Uh, people want to see Nick Foles and... Mm-hmm. Jaguars fans are not going to get a chance to see him live and in person until opening day against Kansas City. But you don't have to wait that long. That's right around the corner. Well, no, no. Don't get me wrong. It's not that far. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we're ready to see this guy because there was so much made of this is the quarterback. However, it's football. um, It's August. And this is the time where at least guys like me who have been doing this a long time look forward to the chance to see younger talent. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited to see Gardner Minshew. And people go, what? Did you watch him last week? What more do you need to see? Doug Marone's been harping on him all week about how he has gotten better, how he's had a good week of practice, how he wants to see him take that step forward and really execute this week. So, um, you know, I mean, it, in, on one sense, it's preseason football. Mm-hmm. On the other sense, it's preseason football. It's the time to see these young guys. Right. Who can make that final roster spot. And Doug Marone keeps preaching, mentioning Gardner Minshew, how tough he is. If he's really that tough, he'll come out tonight and have a rebound game. And Doug Marone has preached the toughness and the football IQ. This is his chance, and it would make sense for him to come out and have a great game this week. Uh, call me crazy, but he was wearing the, spar- the Star-Spangled Banner um, uh, bandana, bandana yesterday. The yeah, man's think- not messing around. No, not this week. Yeah, well, he's bringing out the big one, so <laughs> I think he's ready to go. I do want to point this out before we get started with big things. When I look at the Jaguars' secondary standing out on the practice field, I see... A lot of undrafted rookie free agents, Trey Herndon, mm-hmm. Quentin Meeks, Tay Hayes, Andrew Wingard, uh, uh, Jared Wilson. There are a number of guys. That tells you the value of tonight's game and of the next two games. The Jaguars are building some depth. They have to. They've got high-priced players or they're going to have high-priced players, right? When Jalen Ramsey makes $20 million, and he probably will make more than that next year, you have to go find guys who play for a lot less, Mm -hmm. who can play, right? So when you look at the guys that are out there, it's nice to see a bunch of guys that you think, well, maybe he can develop. He's developing. He's a guy that we think is going to be good. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what you're hearing right now. So that's the real value is to find guys because you're going to have at least one highly paid defensive back, one really highly paid linebacker because Miles Jack is coming up against it too now. Oh, yeah. Uh, You've got the quarterback. You've got some weapons on offense. You've got to find complementary players. Right. You must find them, and this is where you identify them. Yeah. Jared Wilson, I think, is the perfect example of why preseason is important. Right now, he's a starter, starting safety. But you go back, and I talked to him a few days ago, and he was the one who went up to Doug Marone this week and said, no matter what, I know I'm a starter. I still want to play in this game. And I asked him why. Why would you volunteer yourself? And he said, I've never had the opportunity or the chance not to play in the preseason. Well, This is what I know, and I need these reps. As the preseason changes, and, and we detailed yesterday that it is changing. There are dramatic changes mm-hmm. ahead. Um, August becomes important yeah. for these guys. Whatever August becomes, whether it's a series of joint practices with the Bucks, the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Saints, you know, regionally speaking, you can make that happen easier than traveling to Baltimore, mm-hmm. Minnesota, or New England. Whatever August becomes is important for these guys. Yep. And less important 
in a sense for the players who you're counting on to be your stars. Right. But reps are still important this month. No doubt. You got to get them in. Mm-hmm. Got to get them in in a controlled setting we're finding. Right. All right. Let's get into big things. Big thing one is game day. It is game day. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock tonight. Philadelphia Eagles against the Jaguars preseason game number two. Big thing two is improving. What is improving? What are we looking for this week? Well, especially on the offensive side of the ball, we're looking for some points. We're looking for the offense to at least move down the field. Defense had a good game last week. We've looked for the about the same. And also we want to see some personality. We don't really know backup-wise what the personality of this team is. Doug Marone gives his thoughts. When that player works so hard and has that good week, you want him to show something because you want – it's a great example of if you put the work in – and you go ahead how hard you work, that you can go out there and perform. And finally, big thing three is reunion. It's no joke that the storyline of this week is the Philadelphia Eagles coming to town. Obviously, Nick Foles' old team. It's been the storyline of the week. He cannot escape that the old team is coming here, and obviously he's very passionate about that city. He gave some memories earlier in the week. You know, I mean a lot to see those guys pregame and catch up with a lot of those guys. I mean, they're, they're family to me. Um, always will be, so it'd be good to see a lot of their faces and you know talk to them, see how they're doing. Um, you know, I know they're they're grinding through camp as well, so it'll be good to catch up with a few, you know, a lot of them. The storyline of the week, and even though Nick Foles is not starting and most likely not playing this game, it's definitely important to watch him pregame and postgame because we've heard how much he means to the city. We're gonna have Adam Kaplan, who's a Philadelphia Eagles insider, in the next block. We've heard it. We haven't seen it in person, but we're going to see it tonight. I want to go back to improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, Gardner Minshew is a guy who started at Troy, transferred to North Mississippi Junior College, then East Carolina, then Washington State, and had success all along the way. In fact, was you know setting Pac-10. Pac-10. That's how it's changed. Pac-12 <laughs> records last year at Washington State. Consider that he's never played back-to-back years in the same system with the same talent around and the same coaching staff. Can we give him back-to-back weeks? I mean, people are so quick these days to make a judgment. Oh, he can't play. How about Taven Bryan as an example, oh, right? Here's can't a guy think who, of a better example he, than that. He played one year at Florida. One year was all he saw action on the field. Comes in based on his talent as a first-round pick, and last year doesn't light it up. Well, he's a bust, right? Mm-hmm. Too often, we want to throw labels and decide can play, can't play. I know it may be hard for people in your age to remember in your group generation. There was a time when first round picks never played. You didn't see it. it, The first round pick had to be exceptional to get on the field as a rookie. Now we expect them not only to come on and play, but to star. Relax. Guys are allowed to take the coaching and get better. A guy like Minshew, you're not counting on him for anything except to be a backup. And you hope you don't see him. You hope three years from now, he looks good enough Maybe you can trade him, right? Like Rob Johnson became became a draft pick that became Fred Taylor. You hope he evolves and gets better. What he does, we don't know. But Taven Bryan, for goodness sakes, the coaching staff's been raving about him. Doug Marone came into our television production meeting yesterday and couldn't say enough good things about it. And there are people who will have a differing opinion for sure. However, the coaching staff really likes what they're seeing. These guys are allowed to get better and take the coaching. What you see against the Ravens doesn't mean that's what you're going to see against the Dolphins next week. Right, and taking the time to improve. People forget it. They think you are what you are. It's not the, it's not the case in what you do for a living. 
It's not the case in what these people do for mm-hmm. a living. We'll even take Josh Allen, for example. We know he's going to make an impact, but can you expect him his first year to come out and be Calais Campbell? Not well, a no, chance. No, and or Tony Brackens or any of those guys. Mm-hmm. However, boy, that play he made, the very first play against the run, shows you the value of a true multidimensional pass rusher, a guy who can put his hand on the ground and, and play the run. No, he definitely is going to make an impact, and he's an athlete that these coaches are really impressed with. But everyone is thinking that he's game-changing, season-changing on the defense. That's no. at least what I've heard from. You know, in talking to some people over in the personnel department, they think if they get six sacks from him, that's a good season for a rookie. If they, now, they'd love more, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want less. But if you get a rookie pass rusher who can come out and give you six sacks, you're getting something. And remember, sacks are just the end result of a play. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that his pass rushes aren't impacting the quarterback, making him move his feet, throw the ball too quickly, make an errant judgment. He'll have an impact in some way, shape, or form. But the number I keep hearing is, hey, if we get six, we think that's That's a great first start for him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Going back to Taven Bryan, I thought Leon had a really good point yesterday when he was talking about how Taven doesn't have the splash superstar plays, and that's why fans don't really notice him, and that's why he's gone under the radar. But Leon was saying, if you watch him, he gets pressure and he gets push on tackles. It's just not the superstar splash yeah. play that well, fans look for. You know, it's like the uh, the home run in baseball or the um, the slam dunk in basketball. Everyone wants the sack, the big mm-hmm. dramatic play, and you get those from guys. Some guys just have to do their job very well. If he is pushing, collapsing the pocket on a regular basis. What you're going to see is Unique Ngakwe and Josh Allen and Calais Campbell getting more sacks. Mm-hmm. They'll get more credit. People will, they won't. And people still won't notice. The yeah. average fan doesn't understand the nuances of the defensive tackle position unless you have a pass rushing defensive tackle like an Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. right? They don't get the three technique and the zero technique and that you're pushing the pocket and you're not going to get the sacks or the stats or the glory, but you're doing your job at a very high level. Big guys who can push two gaps like he can are rare, mm-hmm. and he's raw. He's just figuring it out. Yep. All right, when we come back, we're going to call Adam Kaplan, NFL insider with the Philadelphia Eagles, to hear about that relationship we've talked about all week, Nick Foles and Philly, coming up on Jaguars Drive Time. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th Anniversary Collectible Cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32-ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate. Serving up more. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, 
Join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. On the road, in Pittsburgh, in the snow, it's cold, and you are kicking the Steelers behind. (laughs) Don't miss the kickoff to the 2019 college football season at TIAA Bank Field. Premium seating is now available for FSU's season opener against Boise State on Saturday, August 31st. Enjoy the game from the air-conditioned Fields Auto Group Terrace Suite or host your VIPs in a private suite. Call 904-633-2000 to get your tickets today. The Boise State Broncos. You ever been to Boise? I have not. Beautiful place. Great, great weather. Uh, At least at this time of year, they're going to struggle. Better than Tallahassee? Uh, it depends on your definition of great, I guess. My <laughs> definition is not feeling like I have a wet blanket over my head 24 hours a day. That's the goal. Uh, yeah, that's the goal. So, uh, Boise State is going to find out that North Florida is a lot different than Western Idaho. They have that to look forward to. Yes, exactly. Congratulations. Good luck. <laughs> We're now on the phone with Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider, Sirius XM radio host, and a Philadelphia Resident. And one of the most thoughtful guys in professional football's media core. You know, he's been through ESPN. He's been on the national scene for a long time. He gets it. He can converse with people. He can disagree with people. And the whole time you feel like you're standing there and talking to a friend. And I think that's a great skill. I think he's one of the best. I'm sure he definitely knows a thing or two about the Jaguars' new quarterback, Nick Foles. Adam, how's it going? Guys, good to talk to you today. I enjoyed my two days with the Jaguars. And yeah, it's Nick Foles now in a... Jaguar uniform going up against one of his former teams. You know Philly so well. You live there. Is Philly and Foles, has he climbed to a a status, an icon status there, where he'll never have to buy a beer, he'll he'll never have to wait for a table at a restaurant? Is is he up there with the great legends of Philadelphia sports? Oh, they call yeah, Brian, they call him St. Nick. Yeah, he's not going to play tonight, but look, the the bottom line is... no one will ever forget it. You know, Philly, it's, they, they, though they have four professional sports teams, it's the Eagles and everyone else. That's just the way it is. And Nick's sort of ascension to the top in 2017 was really remarkable uh, after Carson Wentz suffered his ACL injury. No one ever saw this because Nick, you know, Nick was a guy, guys, after 2015 with the Rams, looked like he was going to retire. He was leaning toward it until Andy Reid talked him out of retirement. And it just didn't look good for Nick to come back. And it just looked like when he came back uh, with the Eagles, he would be a, just a backup quarterback. And as he, everyone's learning, you better have a good backup quarterback in the National Football League because if you don't, you may not win. The thing about him is his presence is so different, Adam, than a lot of quarterbacks, any quarterback I've ever been around. His focus on his teammates, um, it seems epic to me. Yeah, his um, his ability to relate to to his to his teammates and be supportive it's really remarkable. Um, and also, this coaches uh, and obviously he's got a great relationship with offensive coordinator John DeFilippo. They got reunited here. Uh, you know, Nick's such a great leader, and you know the Jaguars. I give them credit. Well before they decided to bring DeFilippo, and I'm told that Nick was going to be the guy, no matter who was the offensive coordinator. And this is their guy, and they're supporting Nick, and Nick's supporting everybody, and. You know, Marcus Hayes of uh, the, the Philadelphia Daily News and Inquirer, he wrote a great piece on Nick. And you saw also um, there were a lot of TV people from Philly that went up to see Nick. I mean, clearly, I think we all get this. As Brian, you bring up the subject. 
Nick is a Philly legend, and you, you and it's funny you made the point about um, he'll never have to buy a beer in Philly. That's what everyone said. As soon as the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he'll never be, have to ask for a beer again because he'll just give it to him. So, really, a great story of perseverance. That's the thing about life. When you get knocked down, as Nick did, I mean, I, I know talking to the Rams. I mean, they one Rams person said to me, "We had to bench him for his own good because he just he just had lost it." And to regain it in a big way, to have one of the best games in NFL history in the Super Bowl is just really remarkable. So you referred to the St. Nick, and, and around here he is held in high regard, and he hasn't even taken a snap in a game yet, preseason or otherwise. So what's the downside? Where where do you have concern for Nick back in the starting lineup playing 16 games? Is there anything that you think, well, they got to watch out for this. He better be able to overcome that. Yeah, that's well, but see that Brian, that's the issue. He, he's never put together a full season. I know the Jaguars will argue, hey, well, yeah, but if you look at over his last sixteen games, but you can't really do it like that. You, you got to look at when has he really done it, and that's that's the concern. He does it in spurts. Like let's let's and you, you asked about what would you be concerned about? Nick can be very very streaky when he's at the top of his game. He looks like he's a Hall of Fame quarterback because he plays which such reckless abandon in such a good way and he's got such juice he got he's just so confident and everyone rallies around him and then you know I, I remember in the 17th season when when Wentz got hurt he had some games especially the Monday Oakland game Monday night game when Derek Carr and Foles played poorly you wondered how far the Eagles go in the playoffs uh and then he, he didn't do great in the Atlanta game and then he turns it on against Minnesota in the championship game is incredible they topped it off with uh, you know we, we mentioned the the Super Bowl game against New England so Brian, to answer the question, sometimes you don't know which Nick Foles you're going to get. I would say this. If they protect him, he's going to have a solid season. But to be special, he's never been able to do it over a full season. I'm not saying he can't, but we just have not seen it. But the quarterback position is one which I've studied for decades. Guys get into their 30s. Sometimes they play, they play better than they did in their 20s. It's really one of the anomalies of the quarterback position. You could play well, and Nick, you turned 30 in January. I mean, I remember talking to Rich Gannon about it. Sometimes you get with the right coach, and, and, and no one knows Foles better than John Filippo. If, if, these, if these guys continue to work together well, and every, everything I've heard has been terrific. In fact, I could tell you talking to the Jaguars, Foles has been better than, they expect, than they've been expecting to this point. If he continues in the regular season, maybe this seems a little bit better than we thought. Mm-hmm. Adam, how is our guy Malik Jackson doing? We have sought such high praise for him here. Even when he lost the starting job last year, he was such a pro's pro, always in a good mood and really handled his business professionally. How's he doing in Philly? Ashlyn, yeah, he's going to start. Um, he, I know he's got a chip in his shoulder after being benched, and he's got a lot of pride, and the, the Eagles love him. Um, you know, Fletcher Cox, who's their star defensive tackles, never really had anyone who could rush the passer uh, opposite him, and now he's got someone. Now, Cox is not going to play tonight, by the way. He's uh, come back from toe surgery. But it's worked out really well to this point, and he's got a chip on his shoulder. So I expect him to play well. And the Eagles are probably, uh, if not the deepest team at defensive tackle in the NFL, they're one of the deepest. They're just they're, they're legit four or five deep, and they're probably going to have to wind up cutting some players at that position who could probably play in the league. Before we let you go, where is the future for the preseason? I mean, now you get the Jaguars aren't playing anybody for the second straight game. They won't play anyone in game four. Um, I think that's becoming the trend. We saw it last year a bit with the Rams. Even when starters are on the field, you know, you see them handing off. Uh, you, you don't see complexities. They're, they're taking it easy. How much longer is the preseason viable in, in the form of being able to sell tickets and get people to watch on TV if no one's playing? 
Right. I think, Brian, I, I talked to several general managers and coaches on my, my 18-team training camp tour here, and the prevailing thought is most of them say that they would be happy to move down to just two preseason games and do either inter-squad scrimmages or do the scrimmages like we saw last year when the, the Jaguars were in Minnesota. I'm here for the Colts hosting the Browns. The, the coaches love that going against other teams in, in, the, in uh, training camp. The only issue that they have is teams that are not very professional that go away from script, and then you, know, you, you, you get concerned about practicing against those, those teams. But more often than not, the teams are professional. And I think that's probably the wave of the future. But this is a CBA issue and a money issue. Remember, it's got to be collectively bargained in terms of the of, uh, amount of preseason games. But I think, based on the, my talks with people and my, my tool here, I think it's very clear coaches and executives would love to do just two games because, as you said, Brian, we're starting to see that so many starters are being rested. More than, by the way, more than ever, and we know the Jaguars are really banged up right now, so are the Eagles. And you're going to see in, in tonight's game several starters. I, I, I mean, you're, you're, you don't be shocked that, you're going to see over 20 starters from both teams rested at, at, at a bare minimum. Well, I can tell you, Doug Marone's not playing anybody. We, we sat <laughs> right, with him. Right, against. we saw it last week. Right, we yeah. saw last week. Right, yeah, right, we saw last week. Yeah, that, so. that, that they, and, and and you know what? Look, Doug knows. Uh, when I was there for two days, look, you you you. It's all about the regular season. Andy Reid told me years ago that was his phrase when I asked him about why he would rest a lot of starters. It's my job to get my guys healthy, and, and they have to be available week one. So, how much does the preseason really matter anymore? It doesn't. That's what that. I, and I think we're coming to the time where the preseason is going to be non-existent. But that, I mean, that's a different conversation. We know you've got another hit to do for Philly Radio. Adam, thanks for your time this morning. It was great to see you, and hopefully, we reconnect throughout the course of the season. Guys, anytime. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Adam Kaplan. All right. When we come back, some he will, he won't, he might on game day on the Jaguars Digital Network. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th Anniversary Collectible Cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32-ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate. Serving up more. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Do you bleed black and teal, live to lock down the bank, think you're Duval enough to represent the Jags in London? We're sending our most loyal and passionate fan across the pond to see the Jaguars take on the Texans at Wembley Stadium. 
Submit a video telling us why you're the Jaguars' number one fan and how you'll bring that energy to London. And you could be our Jaguars' global ambassador. And they get to sit next to John Like Ogier. we said yesterday, yes, that's adding on to the promotion. You get to sit next to Mr. London himself, John Osher, on the plane. Might even get to wear that bobby hat. Yep. There's not a better plane mate than John Osher, let me tell you. Uh, I can he works of, the whole plane. The lights uh, are on. It's stressful. I sat next to him going to Baltimore. <laughs> I would totally disagree with you. You'll love it. We promise. No, you won't. <laughs> Ask to sit next to Ashlyn instead. Yeah, I sleep the whole time. Ask Patrick Cadmus. <laughs> okay. Time for he will, he won't, he might on game day. And Brian, you have a wide receiver that's been making some news lately. Yeah, I'm going with Trey McBride, who made a couple of plays last week. And I, here's what he will do. He'll remind people of D.D. Westbrook. He is a catch-to-run guy. Remember, there's two kinds of receivers, according to me. The guy who runs down the field to catch the ball and the guy who catches the ball and runs after the catch. That's what I think he is. He's got nice feet. I think he runs good routes. He could be better. Uh, But I think he's a guy that has the ability to look like D.D. Westbrook. He won't run away from people like D.D. Westbrook. Didi has got incredible speed. If not for some off-the-field issues that Didi had at Oklahoma, he would have been a much higher draft choice. Mm-hmm. So he won't run away, but he might, might be the sixth receiver this team is looking for. If Terrell Pryor can't stay healthy, and if um, Tyree McBride, I'm sorry, not Bride, Brady, Brady. Tyree Brady, mm-hmm. we're talking about Trey McBride. If Tyree Brady can't get back on the field, he's dealing with some issues too. Um, he might be your sixth receiver because he's dependable, he's tough, and in the middle of the field, he is fearless. Yeah. If you're looking at Terrell Pryor and Tyree Brady, now is not the time to be facing injuries. It's unfortunate, but it's for guys like this to have a chance yeah. to now take Trey that McBride run. might have a chance at number six. He's got to play well tonight. Yeah, and it's not until this week, really, that we've been talking about him. It's always been Tyree Brady and right. Terrell Pryor as that last two spots. Well, and that's the beautiful part about this time of year is guys have a chance to improve. Yep. All right, my he will, he won't, he might is Najee Good, linebacker. He will play tonight. Doug wants to see more of him. He told us that. And it's the perfect opportunity with Quincy Williams hurt at weak side linebacker for someone like this to take advantage of a spot opening up. He won't let the stage be too big for him because ever since the start of training camp, he's been making plays, but that linebacker unit and that defense is so talented. It's kind of been overshadowed at times, but ever since Quincy Williams has faced that injury, he has been the spotlight at weak side linebacker. And he might be the only West Virginia player Doug Marone likes. That's the little joke. He says in every press conference that he always, Doug Marone always points out that Najee Good played at West Virginia. But it's okay. Doug still likes him. He might be the only one, though. You know, they have some depth at linebacker, and that's been the position that people have picked on because there's mm-hmm. no Telvin Smith, because we haven't seen Quincy Williams since the second week of camp and, and won't until early in the season. But they went and signed in May um, Najee Good mm-hmm. and uh, DJ Alexander and Rameek Wilson, who are veteran players. Uh, Rameek's been to a Pro Bowl. Uh, or I get them all confused. DJ Alexander's been to a Pro Bowl as a special teamer. Uh, Ramik was with the Rams last year. Good has been uh, with a couple of teams most recently, the Colts. Um, They've got some guys that they can count on. Now, are they the amazing playmaker that Quincy Williams is? Uh, No. No. No, otherwise the rookie from Murray State wouldn't have been in front of them on the depth chart. Right. But they're good, solid players. They won't make mistakes. And with star players around them, like you see in front of them and behind them, they should be able to do their job. To do th- that's the best way to put it. Do their job. Do and play your well. job. Yeah. So they've got a measure of 
um, depth at linebacker that people are. And don't forget this. Joe Giles Harris, the undrafted mm-hmm. rookie from Duke, is a guy that Doug Marone can't stop complimenting. Yeah. Just says he's incredibly smart. And, you know, Paul Pleslesny in the later part of his career was a guy who didn't necessarily have that burst to the ball that he had early in his career, but he put himself in a position to make the play anyway because he was so incredibly smart. He saw what the teams were doing. And Joe Giles Harris, if he's that smart and athletic, has a chance to be maybe the sixth linebacker. Depends on special teams. Mm-hmm. Definitely depends on you special bet. teams. But with Quincy Williams out, it's beginning a great opportunity to someone like Najee Good. You bet. Because Quincy was the storyline of the linebacker core before that. And Good has proven his value already. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, some final thoughts on our TV broadcasts on game day here at the bank on the Jaguars Digital Network. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jaguars fans, football season is heating up, and there's no better place to cool off on game day than the Exalta Spa Cabanas at TIAA Bank Field. Host up to 50 of your closest friends, family, and colleagues for a -a one-of-a-kind waterfront experience. Take a dip in the luxurious Exalta Spa. Enjoy the game from relaxing lounge furniture and indulge in all-inclusive food and beverage. Go to jaguars.com slash group tickets or call 904-633-2000 and book your cabana today. Tight ends right, split receivers. Taylor, the lone setback. Second and nine for Mark Brunel. Brings the Cardell in motion. And it's a draw again. Taylor going outside. He's at the 10. Breaks a tackle. Looking for him inside at the 15. Outside. There he goes. Hits a foot race. Taylor's gone. He's at the 40. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. Taylor to the 20. Taylor 10. 5. Touchdown. Jacksonville. 90 yards. You remember where you were for Fred's run? Yes. Jalen's pick? Moments like these bring us together as fans, as friends, and as the First Coast. Join us for the Jaguars' 25th season and be a part of the next moment. Season tickets remain for the 2019 season. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets to be here this year. It's right up there. You remember where you were? I do. Yeah. yeah. That was your voice. So yeah. <laughs> you were here. What I remember most about that play, and it is one of my absolute favorites, is that at the, at the Jaguars' 30-yard line, so 20 yards into the run <laughs> against the fastest defense in football, because that Dolphins defense that year was absolutely the fastest defense in football, we knew at the 30-yard line. With 70 yards to go, he was gone. We knew. <laughs> there was no one catching him. The move he made to get outside and then the moves that he made on Brock Marion and Sam Madison, and I just, how do you do that? Yeah. Wow. 90 yards. 90 yards. 
Was that your favorite call ever? It's one of them. Yeah, Mark's run. I've heard it many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, I loved it. It was just unbelievable to watch him do that. All right. Well, tonight's broadcast, 7 o'clock kick. Yes. Preseason game number two, Eagles versus Jaguars. Brian Sexton, Leon Searcy in the booth, myself and Brent Martineau on the sidelines. Leon, being a former offensive lineman, he's looking heavily at that right guard battle that we've well, talked about all week. Uh, and, and I keep referencing you know, the television production meeting because mm-hmm. we sit with the coach the day before and have the opportunity to hear his, his thoughts. And he kept talking about the guys who were involved in that spot. It's open. If you don't know this, A.J. Can has not locked up the right guard position. Far from I it. think Will Richardson's probably the favorite, but Will's a young guy who hasn't ever played in an NFL game before. So... Doug is looking for him to go and seize it, to take it. Well, I mean, if it's open and he's waiting, well, then a Tyler Shatley can get involved in that. A Brandon Thomas can get involved in that conversation. And so we're looking tonight at that right guard spot in particular to see, is it there? We're not going to see Juwan Taylor or Cam Robinson or Brandon Linder or anyone else in the offensive line in that starting group. But we are going to get a chance to see one of the guys who's going to start. We don't know which one it is. Maybe we'll find out tonight. That's the only spot in the offensive line that we'll really focus on tonight. Yeah, and you got to look also at backup center. A.J. Can getting reps there, and you remember that huge hit on Gardner Minshew basically on the goal line, and that was a bad snap from A.J. Can. Right. So for A.J. to have that get better at options that. that. you got to get better at that. So I, I say that's the only spot we'll focus on the offensive line. Obviously, we'll look at the backup tackle situation because mm-hmm. if Cam Robinson isn't healthy or isn't able to go on opening day, Who's it going to be? Yeah. I mean, right now, it makes sense that it would be Cedric Abuehi, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, uh, it's not locked in, right? Yeah. And Abuehi gives you the ability to have some depth if Cam is healthy. So we'll watch Leonard Wester behind Abuehi. We'll watch these guys and see where they're at. And, and Leon obviously has an in-depth understanding of what their jobs are. So we'll focus on that a bit tonight. All right, kickoff 7 o'clock tonight. Eagles and Jaguars here at TIAA Bank Field. We'll be back next week, next Monday, on the next Jaguars Drive Time. We'll see you then.